Hello, you're tuning in again to Truth Be Told. Good afternoon, my fellow listeners. Today we're going to talk about self-control or the lack of. It's your girl, Taddy, once again. So I want to say this is technically my second recording um, of my podcast. Uh, And just to give you a quick reminder or a general uh, summary of what my focus is, it's about self-improvement and um, just how to regain our health emotionally, physically, mentally, and spiritually. So I'll always be covering topics that go right back to that, right back to self. And I want to say some of these topics will often overlap as they are all interconnected one way or another. So I do want to bring that up. So if today I talk about self-control, it may or may not come up in another topic that I discuss. Um, And so I'll dive right in. So I wanted to give you guys a a definition from the Oxford Dictionary of self-control and what it is. So that is going to be the first thing I do. Self-control, the ability to control oneself in a particular, uh, in particular one's emotions and desires or the expression in one's behavior, especially in difficult situations. Interestingly enough, um, by using MRI, scientists were able to see how a part of the brain called the ventral medial prefrontal cortex becomes active in predicaments where one has to make a decision regarding immediate gratification versus delayed gratification. So a perfect example of a situation like this can be a situation, let's say, where someone starts a new diet. You have this delicious-looking ice cream sundae with with, um, strawberries and cream and caramel... um, you know, cho- caramel and chocolate syrup and and banana, what what have you? Just the best Sunday you can imagine when you imagine a Sunday, an ice cream Sunday. And then, you know, this person has the option. Someone who started a new diet has the option to have that ice cream and enjoy it and just, you know, go to town with it. Or they can say this ice cream won't help my journey. It's not going to help my process, my progress. I won't eat it um, for the for the betterment of my future. And so they decide they're going to go with the delayed gratification, which is usually feeling better and looking better, healthier, um, all in all improving their general health by making sure that by not eating that ice cream. Or they, like I said, they can have that ice cream, enjoy it, but it won't benefit them in the long run. So this is kind of an example of immediate gratification versus delayed gratification, okay? So we are not born with self-control. It's a skill we have to acquire through years of experience, mistakes, and life lessons that shaped our thought process and actions. Now, with that being said, self-control is a choice that we make daily. Compromising or overwhelming situations um, may affect our level of self-control, but it's still ultimately our choice how we may react in a given situation. 
So things like IQ and financial, you know, socioeconomic status may not be a matter of choice. It might be something we're born into or a situation we cannot change. But when it comes to self-control, it's an area of our lives that we can tap into and make improvements if need be. And in turn, improve our faith. Whether, whether that be our socioeconomic status, whatever that case may be, our self-control can actually ultimately control our destiny. It can come down, it can come down to that. So it definitely plays a vital role in our lives. Um, self-control doesn't have a specific um, formula, a specific recipe or a um, instructions manual. It all literally comes down to practice, practice, practice. You know, you have to be exposed to situations that test your level of self-control. And so with time, patience, and practice, you develop the skill to have adequate self-control. But it really doesn't help nowadays. Self-control is an act, it's actually harder to maintain because everything is in your face now, isn't it? You know, you don't even have to leave your home to get what you want. You can simply log into Amazon and order whatever it is that comes to mind. And how many of us are guilty of that? I know I am. You know, businesses, food industries, and even drug industries, they thrive on people's lack of self-control. So now you're in a compromising situation where your financial status is in jeopardy because you couldn't say no to your desires. How many of us have been in that situation? Again, I know I have. I know I have been. So your financial instability is causing you pain emotionally, mentally. You are draining yourself, thinking about how do I overcome this debt or how do I regain this money? How do I make my next payment? because I spent it on something I desire. So now that your mental and emotional status is jeopardized because of your financial status, you wonder, what is the common denominator here? It comes down to self-control or the lack of. And sometimes self-control is influenced by what others think. That, that, that is a sad thing. For example, for example, you might make a rash decision to get a rise out of someone or to get their approval, whichever one. And now we are letting others control us and it's no longer self-control, is it? And the minute you lose control of yourself, oh, you know, now you lost respect from others. See, self-control and self-respect go hand in hand part of respecting yourself is being able to control yourself not giving someone a platform to judge you based on your lack of self-control so if you think about it how can you control a situation if you can't control yourself so ultimately we only have control of ourselves in any given situation either way and you know when we understand that the whole idea that we only have control of ourselves, we realize anything outside of us is beyond our control. And this thought 
ladies and gentlemen, should give us some level of peace of mind to know that I am not responsible for anyone other than myself. And that's a liberating feeling, if you ask me. With that being said, there are ways to improve our level of self-control. You can meditate. You can practice yoga, exercise, increase those natural serotonin levels, eat healthy, and generally be mindful of your actions. And each time you practice self-control, it's a victory. It's an opportunity for growth. It's something that I find that I'm passionate about because given my history of anxiety and depression, I wasn't always, uh, you know, good at self-control. I've lost it one too many times to realize it doesn't work in my favor at all. And so I knew I had to dig deep and figure out, you know, what is it that I need to change about myself or tweak about myself to regain my self-control? Because I realized every time I lost it, I was making a fool out of myself ultimately, but I kept doing it. Whether to get a rise out of someone or whatever, whatever reason it was, I had an excuse and I justified it. It was when I stopped justifying my actions and my lack of self-control when I finally started realizing it's in my hand, quite literally, it's in my control, which is why we call it self-control, right? And it took me practicing meditation and yoga and things, and things of that sort for me to get to that realization. It's not an easy, it's not easy to always follow self-control. But when given the situation, be mindful and see where is it that you can practice it. it can, and that is going to get easier as, it, as you practice and practice. It's only going to get easier. So let me hear your thoughts. What do you think? Again, you're tuning in to Truth Be Told. I hope everyone has an excellent day and would love to hear your thoughts. Stay tuned. Till next time. Have a great day.